Psalm 127. Psalm 127, beginning in verse 1, if you stand for the reading of God's word. Amen? I'm excited about this. Pray for me, and I hopefully I'll preach it. Amen? Um, Psalm 127, um, hmm, verse 1, the A part. Amen? It says, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. That's it. I want to talk about this morning, unfinished, part one. On the road to finishing what you start. Amen. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Amen. We've all heard the exhortation or the tagline from Nike that says, just do it. Amen. As a matter of fact, Nike has gotten a lot of press lately. Amen. (laughs) And it's crazy because if you talk to successful people, they will tell you that throughout their journey to be successful, they've had some disappointing times. They've had things that they attempted to do, but yet they didn't finish it. Amen. All of us today, if you were to look at your life this morning, there are some things that you have not finished yet. Amen. The problem is that we lack self-motivation. We justify our procrastination by telling ourselves, I need more information. If my circumstances were different I would finish what I started. Some of us have said, if I had more money, I would finish what I started. Some of us have said, I need more connections. Amen. I need to read more books. I need to do more research. Come on, somebody. And for some reason, we are delaying what we've been assigned to do. Somebody here this morning, I want to tell you, you have an assignment. And it wasn't by accident that God downloaded whatever that was in you. He knew who to to give the idea to. Come on, somebody. He knew who to reveal it to. God knew before the foundations of the world, before you were born, he knew that you were going to be the one to carry out whatever that is that you have not finished yet. Do I have anybody? I, 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 I re- recently learned something that, and I knew this, but it, it makes sense when I keep hearing it over and over again, that the cemetery is the richest place in the world. That people die not finishing what they were created to do. Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, I don't want to go there. (laughs) 
Amen. And, and I believe, I believe that all of us have a specific purpose. And I don't know what's holding you back this morning. I don't know, amen, if you have the smoke screens up. I don't know if it's lack of motivation. I don't know if it's because you feel like you don't have the ability. But I want to tell you something. God gave you that thing, so you got to finish it. Amen. God knew that, watch this, that you would be here in 2018. Some of us have been moving from place to place. Some of us have been moving from people to people. Some of us have been sharing our ideas with the wrong people. And watch this, they haven't helped you yet. Do I have a witness? It's all about who you bring your idea to, amen? And somebody here this morning, I want to tell you something. Fear may have gripped you excuses may have gotten you life altering events may have gotten you but let me tell you something when that happened in your life god wanted you to go through it while still completed completing what he called you to do do i have a witness and I want to say to somebody here today that I, I know they say that procrastination is the thief of time. But I want to tell you something. It's time for us to take a hard look at what we have started, amen, and what we need to finish. High five your neighbor and say, neighbor, we got to finish this. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. In this series, Unfinished. We will explore the facts and find the solution, amen, to finishing what we started. We find in this psalm, it's crazy, this psalm. This psalm was written by Solomon, David's son. Now, when I think about building, when I think about finishing, amen, if I want to learn something from somebody, amen, I try to go to people who've been through some stuff. Amen. Watch this. This psalm is what you call a psalm of ascent. In other words, when they would go to the temple, there were steps going up to the temple. They would stop at each step and they would sing a song or they would pray a prayer. They're going up to the temple. Amen. And this psalm, this psalm was written by Solomon. Here's the thing. Solomon was a builder. Amen. But if you look behind the story about Solomon's life, see, I believe that sometimes we're rejecting people's help. Amen. Because we want to do it all by our... Come on, somebody. See, Solomon built the temple, but his daddy provided the material and the plans that he needed to build a temple. His daddy had died. He wanted to build a temple. David wanted to build a temple, but David died and his son, hello somebody. And, and, I'm, I, and I got a question and I know what God said. God said that David couldn't build a temple because he was a man of war. He was a man that shed blood. But, but his son was the one that was to finish Come on, somebody. What he intended to do. 
See, sometimes you may just be the catalyst. Sometimes you may just be the vision carrier. Come on, somebody. And I want to tell somebody, you, you can avoid a lot of mistakes by, watch this, by, by learning how to bring the right people Come on, somebody around you. Some of us could have been finished already, but we didn't have the right people. David provided everything that Solomon needed before he died. He provided all of the material and then Solomon built a temple. But here's what Solomon understood. Solomon understood that it wasn't him that built the temple. Come on, somebody. He understood that it wasn't him. He understood that his daddy laid the foundation. Can I ask you a question this morning? Are you laying the foundation? And maybe that's the first thing you need to go back and ask yourself. Have I laid the right foundation for what we're building? Some of us are trying to build our family. Come on, somebody. Some of us are trying to build a business. Some of us are trying to build a career. Some of us are trying to get out of debt. Some of us are trying to do great things because in the mind of all of us, I hope you want to do better. Anybody want to do better? Amen. And in order to do better, you have to go back to the foundation. And so, so the psalm was written this way. And, and, and so, and so... Uh, I believe as we deal with this, I, I want you to do me a favor today. How many of you today can list the things that you've left unfinished? And, and what I want you to do for me throughout this series, I want you to get a three by five card. And what I want you to do is I want you to write down the things that you think, that you know that you got to finish. And I want you to begin to pray about it. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to begin to incorporate the principles that you will learn from God's word so that you can finish what you started. Do I have a witness? Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Let's go to it. Psalm 127 verse 1. And, and I got to stop there, right there at the first word. 127 verse 1. It says, unless... Can't go no further than that. Unless. And, and, and the word unless here in the Hebrew ha has the idea if he doesn't. <laughs> Come on, somebody. It, it just, the phrase itself, he says, unless. I'm not even going to the Lord yet. Not only does it carry the idea that, that if he doesn't, but it also carries the idea that he must. So, you know, I did, I did some introspection. You know, I said, you know what, let me, let, me, let me do what I'm asking them to do. And here's what I did. I looked at my situations. I looked at all the things, and I got a whole lot of them. I got a whole cemetery of unfinished stuff. Come on, say amen. Come on, y'all. I'm, I'm talking about, and, and listen, and it's just like getting out of debt. What I tell people, if you want to get out of debt, you start with your smallest bill first. See, we got to know what it feels like to win. We got to know what a win feels like. 
Because you know why? We've been sitting on the losing end for so long. Watch this. That idea that God has given you that seems impossible, it's a God idea. That's why it's impossible for you. Amen. But he says, unless, 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 and, 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 and Solomon records something. He's so sure. He says he must do it. So, so today I, I want, I want to look, I want to answer the question. Why, why have we not finished? You ready? First point, unless, huh? 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 Come on, repent. Come on. God didn't tell you to yoke up with that person. God didn't tell you to get in partnership with that person. See, the problem is the reason why it's not finished yet. The why? Because we may have left God out. And oftentimes, we're saying God. Come on, somebody. In, in lip, lip service, but we're not obeying God as we should. Come on, come on now. The, this word, this word unless, it introduces, it's a conditional statement. Come on, somebody. Capable of being fulfilled if you obey. Do I have a witness? Some of us, some conditions, watch this, introduces a clause that says it cannot be done. But unless God do it, ask yourself a question. Have I asked God? Amen. God, are you in this plan? Some of you already pulled the trigger and you left God back there. Listen, listen, he says, unless, unless, I'm not, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, unless, listen, our fellowship with God helps us to understand what needs to be done. But I found out, saints, I found out that, listen, you may have left God out of that relationship. You, you may have left God out of that move that you made. You may have left God out of that business. You may have left God out of that purchase. That's why you're having a hard time keeping it right now. Whatever you purchase. Come on, somebody. You, you may have left God out of your finances. Listen, you got to deal with whatever we attempt to do. You got to ask God, God, I'm sorry I left you out of this. And if God is in it, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It just means that you could handle it. Do I have a witness? And I'm asking myself a question. Did I leave God out of my last decision? When I go into the cemetery of unfinished, you can look at it and say, man, God wasn't in that. And watch this, because I know that whatever God starts, he finishes. Come on, somebody. The Bible says he's the same today, tomorrow, and forevermore. I, I want to tell somebody here today, you got to ask yourself a question. Did we leave God out of this? And if you were to really look at it, you'll see that God wasn't in it. 
God went in that. Because, watch this, maybe, watch, you know Solomon? Solomon had 300 wives, 6,000 concubines. He left God out of it. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You know, it's hard dealing with one wife. <laughs> but he had 300 wives. You know what I mean? He, listen, he he had what's called a generational curse. You understand what I'm saying? It was passed down from his daddy. He loved women. And that was his demise. And watch this. Come here. Come here, Samson. Samson was a man that was supposed to be a deliverer of Israel. But when he left God out of it. On somebody. I got a lot of people that left God out of it. Come here, Noah. God says, come on. I want you to go do this. Jonah. I said, Jonah. He said, he said, come here. I want you to go down to Nineveh. He said, uh-uh. I ain't going to Nineveh. I'm going down another way. And the Bible says he left the presence of God. Come on, Adam and Eve. When Eve left the presence of God and she left God out of it. I got all kinds of examples in the Bible. But come here. Would you testify for a moment and say, come on, somebody. You know you left God out of it. You let your emotions run before you. You let your desires get the better of you. And Satan was setting you up. He had you thinking that you were doing right. But when you leave God out of it, you leave yourself uncovered. You leave yourself unprotected so God can shield you from your own self. Maybe we left God out of it. I'm just answering the why. And I know why I am, why things are not working for me in certain areas. It's because God's not in it. He says, unless. Unless what? Unless the Lord builds the house. Now this house that he's talking about is whatever you want it to be. Come on, somebody. But the Bible says, unless the Lord builds. See, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm looking at my life. I'm saying, Lord, did you tell me to build that? Now, I'm not saying that the struggle. See, sometimes when you build, when God is with you and you're building, he doesn't want to just throw it at you. You got to work for it, right? But you know when God is not in it. So the next thing is not only you may have left God out, but we may not have consulted with God because what we're building is sinking. Amen. And then you know when it doesn't start to look good, you know what we do? We throw it in the unfinished pile. See, consulting God means you go into prayer. Consulting God is you're waiting for God to give you confirmation. Come on, somebody. Because you are consulting with God. Watch this. God says, okay, it looks difficult, but this is what I want you to do. Amen. You're seeking godly wisdom. Come on, somebody. You're reading his word. And so many of us say, I did pray. I got the green light from God. Well, why is it not finished yet? <laughs> see, see, here's the thing. We consult everybody else. 
We're looking for approval from people because we think that it's just not right. But saints, the Bible says unless, unless the Lord builds the house. And I'm looking at all my unfinished stuff and I asked, I didn't consult God on that. I, I didn't, I didn't really pray and seek his face. And I'm talking about fasting and prayer. And you follow what I'm saying? Really waiting for an answer. In other words, watch this. When, let me say this. When God builds something, it finishes. You will finish it. And so as I'm looking at what the writer is saying, he says, unless the Lord builds, unless the Lord builds it, and I'm asking myself a question. Did I talk to God about it? And some of us are jumping from one thing. Come on, how many, how many like that? Come on, let me see all the people that jump from one thing to the next. I, oh, so that's conviction then. Okay, I got it. I should just say ouch, amen, or thank you. Just tell me you're alive, you know. <laughs> That's all you got to say. Watch this. Ouch, 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 ouch. I talked about this on Tuesday night, that we're jumping to the new. Every time something new, we're jumping to the new. But listen, don't you know you have something inside of you that, that God wants to finish? But you got to consult him. I've seen it myself. I've seen it in my own life. When I leave God out, I'm talking about advice, godly advice. Amen. Watch this. Watch the text. The text says, unless the Lord builds the house. Watch this. They labor. Now, I want you to catch the two the differences here, right? With God, he builds and with us, we labor. So we're overworked. <laughs> Come on, somebody. We can't give God everything. We can't give him our time. We can't give him our talents. We can't give him our treasures. Because what we're building, we're building it in our own Strength. Give me the next point. Here's the why. We may not have, what's this? We may have tried to accomplish it in our own strength. Come on, somebody. Every time I know, listen, I can always tell when it's me or if it's God. When it's God, you got unusual strength. <laughs> when it's God, you can stay up for days getting it done and all of a sudden, it's finished. It's crazy when you're doing it with God right on your side. It's crazy when God is building it. You're like, man, gosh. But when it's you, how many know when it's you? Come on, let me see all the people who know it's you. Right, right? Because guess what? Every roadblock that you run into, it sets you back. Watch this. Not one year, but five years. Some of us should have finished school a long time ago. Some of us should have finished that, that business plan that God gave you, that million-dollar idea God had given you. Come on, somebody. I hear a lot of people tell me they got million-dollar ideas. I'm still waiting, boo. Whose strength? Uh, listen, if God is doing it, you ain't got to labor. 
All you got to do is fall in his will. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Watch this. Labor usually means hard work. (laughs) To the point of exhaustion where you quit. That's why you quit. See, people say, I can't do this marriage no more. Oh, okay. You wasn't saying that when you got married. Hello, somebody. But things got hard. Pastor, you don't understand. He's a fool. I understand. I understand he's a fool. But whose strength? Come on, somebody. Whose strength? Come on, somebody. You started something. You started a certification. Come on, somebody. You you want, listen, you got some things inside of you that needs to be done before you leave this earth. And watch this. If it's not connected to the kingdom, hey, whose strength? Whose strength? Come on, somebody. I, I'm not saying, here's what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that it's always going to be easy if God is building it. Because, watch this, not only... Is he building it, but he's building you. Not only is he building you, but he's building your faith. Come on, somebody. See, so he's not just going to poof, give it to you. You're going to have to put in some work in order to get out something. But when the work got hard, you started to avoid it. See, a lot of us, you know, I have a lot of students that come to class. They want to come to class, but they don't want to do the work. They would rather audit the class. Come on somebody and not do the work than get the information and then do nothing with it because until you take the exam you won't know what you learn. Are you with me? Unfinished. Unfinished. Watch this. Watch this. Oftentimes we get caught up in trying to do it ourselves in our own strength. And here's what we resort to. If I could just work some overtime. Uh, I got to get a second job. Uh, I find out that if you're doing it in God's strength, you can do more with less. You understand what I'm saying? I find out that we panic under pressure. And, And while panicking we somehow move God out the picture. And then we feel like, especially men, we think that we got to get involved in what God is doing. But we ain't got to do that. All we have to do is rely on him. He will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. I, I'm, I'm going to be contextual correct here, but he, you know, Paul was speaking and he says, um, I know how to live with. I know how to live without. I know how to be hungry. I know how to be in want. But here's what, here's what I'm trying to get you to understand. When you're accomplishing it in your own strength, you can't say this. Paul says, and in all these circumstances I'm going through, he says, I can do all things through Christ. Who? I'm going to say it one more time. I can do all things 
through Christ who strengthens me. See, in other words, the reason it's unfinished is because it was in my strength. And I'm limited in what I can get done anyways. Somebody here, you got to throw your hands up today. And you got to say, God, it's not my strength. I'm going to stop trying to change things in my life. And I'm going to rely on a God who has the strength to finish it. I'm tired of having these losses on my record. Come on, somebody. See, in the game of life, you can go in the losing column and you can take that L and turn it into a W. I wish I had somebody. See, that's the only thing you can do as a believer. You can go in the losing column, take that loss, and God erases it from your record. Do I have a witness? And I'm talking to somebody here today. It's your, it's your strength. It's in your might that you've been trying to get it done, but it ain't done yet. You talk a good game, but it ain't done yet. Amen. All right. Okay. I see how you're looking. All right. Okay. Let, let me say this. <laughs> what, what does this look like? If I would have allowed God to build my house, my life, my family, this house, my relationship, my business, my career, my million-dollar idea, think about it. The reason that some of us have these unfinished, unfinished things is because we wanted it so bad that we forgot that God has to build it. You made a major move and you didn't even ask God. I don't understand how people just step out there with no God. Can I ask you, how you been surviving? Oops. Ouch. How you been surviving? Listen, and watch this. For some of us, we're gifted. So we rely on the giftedness. But we've been doing the same thing a long time, but we've been doing it on this level. But God wants to take you to this level. He wants to give you employees. He wants to take your stuff worldwide. He wants to move you from being local to being international. You got to have the capacity to think that far. You, you see what I'm saying? And sometimes we don't think, here's the thing, we don't believe in ourselves. Me? Me? See, here's the thing, here's what the world will tell you. Most entrepreneurs, most worldly entrepreneurs have sacrificed everything and at the end of their lives, when they die, they die for that cause. But it's different when God builds it. Yeah. Write this down. When God builds it, he gives you balance. Yeah. So you know how to balance it out. So you know how to balance family. You know how to balance your faith. You know how to balance your future. You know how to balance everything out and still go on a global level. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to expand our thought here. I'm trying to say it's time for us to move from local to global. From local to global. 
You, you catch where I'm going with this? You, I'm saying, did you catch it? Not, not did, you, did you learn it? Did you catch it? Yeah. The things caught are the things that you do. <laughs> Ooh, I just said something. See, don't want it so bad where you start to compromise your faith in God. I can't do this without him, y'all. And I realized, watch this, watch what I realized. Here's what I realized. I'm, 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 I'm be like young folk. I'm spitting some wisdom to y'all right now. Watch this. Here's what I realized. I know where I want to be. But my testimony is so important to God because where I end up will ultimately cause him to be glorified. In other words, if we go global, we're going to make him shine, not us. Right? But before I go global, I got to go into the cemetery of unfinished. And I got to get the fundamental things done. Because if I go global and I got a, I got a record over here, watch this, then God is not going to be glorified. Watch this, because then where I'm at is a shaky ground. So in order for you to finish or to get where you're going, you got to finish the basics before you get to the top. And some of us are trying to dance around Come on, somebody. The foundation or the fundamentals, because watch this. We want to cut the line. Come on, somebody. We want to cut the line. We want to, amen. We don't want to do what's required. We want to cut the line. But God said you can't cut the line. Amen. Now watch this. He says, unless the Lord builds it. Amen. They that build it, build it in vain. They labor in vain, right? Who build it? Who what? They labor in what? In vain. Let me tell you what this word vain means. Let me tell you why it's unfinished. The word in vain means emptiness. See, you, you, you thought God gave you something. Oh, no, God gave you something. But, but, but you left him out. Come on. You operate in your own strength. Y'all follow me? And and what was important to you has no usefulness anymore to you. What was important to you, what you said God gave you, it, it had no usefulness anymore. It's ruined. And why is it ruined? Because you left them out. You, you want to build a successful life? Let's just start there. Get back to God. Get back to that place where you were. Listen, listen. It can work if he's building it. Watch this. He says, they that labor, labor in vain. How long are you going to pretend that it's working and it's not? You ever do something and, and you're like, 
It's going to work out. You keep being optimistic and your optimism is turning to delusion. So that's my last point. <laughs> Here's my last point. We may have been what? Deceived by our own desires. Listen, the word in vain, it also means without results. And you know what they say, right? You keep doing the same thing over and over again. It puts you in a, puts you on uh, at Ben Tob on on the fifth floor. <laughs> you know what I mean? You you know you you keep saying it's going to work, baby. It's going to work. Trust me, it's going to work. And your what, poor wife just sitting there like, God, dog, man, I wish he would come to church. <laughs> I wish he would pray. I mean, dang, he doesn't spend all the money. You know what I'm saying? Here we are, man. You know what I mean? I'm stressed out. I can't think right. Okay, because he keeps chasing this thing without God. Unless the Lord builds it. Unless the Lord gave you the idea. Unless the Lord mandated it. It's worthless without him, y'all. I found out there's some things I started without him. I wish I had somebody. And I found out that I was deceived because I wanted my desire. And I didn't say, God, not my will, your will be done. Because I was operating in my flesh. I was operating in, in watch this, in my own strength. I was trying to push it. I was trying to take a square peg and put it in a circle. Impossible. And somebody here today, you've been deceived by your own desires. And I want to tell somebody, if Satan can get us to seek our own interests over the interests of God, then we're done. Amen. He can get you to doubt. How long you been saying, I'm going to do it? Just ask him. How long you been putting it off? How long you been putting it off? Watch this. And, and watch this. Even if you've accomplished it and it was not God building it, it's still going to be useless. You have it and you're not happy. Come on, somebody. Isn't that something? You have everything, but yet there's something missing. What is it that's missing? What is it that mi that's missing? What are you chasing after? See? You can get all the degrees. You get all the money, all the fame, all the success, all the position, and still not be happy because you left God out. Today, God wants you to answer the question. Is he building your life? Is whatever's unfinished in, unfinished in your life? Did he tell you that? Did you spend time in prayer? Did you spend time consulting him? Did you spend time asking, um, is it my own desires? We have dedications in our church. We dedicate children. We dedicate houses. People ask me all the time, come to their house. Pastor, dedicate my house. Dedicate my car. Amen. Dedicate their business. 
Here's the thing. If you want me to dedicate something of yours, the dedication would be meaningless without an equal commitment to obedience. Come on, help me somebody. See, here's the thing. All you did, if you asked me to dedicate some of yours, is a religious exercise. Watch this. In when you, watch this, when you have a dedication that does not include obedience. See? I can dedicate everything to God, to you, for, for you, but until you obey, you and I will never really see the blessings of what God has given you. Amen? Give God a hand clap of praise this morning.